Attention Cloud9 shoppers. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Break Room, a Superstore Fan Podcast. I am your host, Casey McGeorge, joined by my lovely co-host, Aylin Rowland. Hello again. And today we are talking about Season 5, Episode 14, Sandra's Wedding. This episode was directed by Ruben Fleischer and written by Owen Ellickson. So Sandra and Jerry are getting married. When Jonah's attempt to help the caterers and Dina's obsession with wedding security threatened to derail it all, it falls to Amy to make sure Sandra's big day isn't ruined. Garrett struggles to say what to say with his best man toast, while Mateo finds that starting a new relationship is more complicated than he thought. Uh, your initial <laughs> thoughts? Well, I must say I very much enjoyed Sandra and Jerry's big day. Um, it had a lot of really great, like, funny hijinks, of course. I mean, that's to be expected for poor Sandra. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a really good, I thought it was a good episode. It was okay. Um, I thought it was decent. I was a little disappointed initially, uh, but then, um, you know, everything kind of fell back into place for me a little bit later. Mm -hmm. Because this is obviously uh, Sandra's wedding, everything really ties together. But let's start first with the best man toast with Garrett. Yes. So... Uh, I, I've done one best man toast. This was, God, 20 years ago. Mm. Uh, and this was for my best friend. So everything kind of worked out pretty well. But I can kind of get why he would have some issues based on the fact that uh, he doesn't know Jerry very well. Right. <laughs> Jerry doesn't really say much. So, oh, and I got to say, Glenn, you're a dirty, dirty man. <laughs> I know. I can't. I, Glenn needed to be punched on that one. That was horrible. He steals Garrett's only, yeah. Yeah, first he tells him his story is not really going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. And if that's the only thing, he's like, oh, not everybody's going to hate you. And then he steals right. it from him. Right. So bad. So bad, Glenn. And I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I, I didn't either. And then when he started saying it, I was like, what? I was basically Garrett. I had Garrett's reaction. <laughs> This one is just for Glenn. What would Jesus say about that, man? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so bad. Stealing other people's speeches. <laughs> That's funny. Well, then he goes to Dina. Dina has everything planned out where she's going to cry. And, like, she has her emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, she has cues and she knows where everything's going to happen. And, and, and that doesn't help him out. Um, but he tells a hell of a tale later. Yeah, he, he certainly did. I think it's funny that he actually thought, like, because you said when he goes to Dina, how he asked, hey, you know, you're just going to, like, get up there and wing it, right? Because I laughed even at that because I don't know about you and your um, speech writing there and everyone's different, but I know of almost no, um, you know, lady who like out of my friends and people I know who've given made them on our speeches who get up there and just wing it every single and and for the time that I had to do it I had a full fully typed um piece of paper and uh I would 
venture to say most most women are probably way overprepared for that. <laughs> I, di- I didn't, I wasn't like Dina where I had perfectly paused moments where I was going to cry. I just cried pretty much the whole time, but, <laughs> um, but yeah. I, I think that, uh, I think for most people, they would at least, even if they didn't have the whole speech typed out, they would at least have like note cards with like bullet points or something that they were right. going to hit. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know a lot of people, and I could be wrong. Who would just kind of go up there and wing it? Mm-hmm. Once again, I could totally understand as to why Garrett would go and wing it based on Jerry, you know, yeah. his situation. Yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, every situation is different. Um, that one's kind of unique, um, but it worked out for him. It did. It almost sounded like the plot to some sort of, you know, uh, Fast and Furious movie or something. <laughs> You know what? I've never seen any of those. Well, I'm sorry. I've seen one. I saw the last one with uh, The Rock and Jason Statham, which isn't really a Fast and Furious movie because it's a spinoff, but but that's it. I I haven't seen. Just given that, I think, because what was he saying? I know we're kind of, but he said, um, oh. Oh, when they ended up with a chase with some mafiosos. The mafias, yeah. And, and he, he puts the sunglasses down. He's like, welcome to my life. Welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah. It just sounded like some crazy action movie, you know, plot. Uh, after they went to a rodeo. They were at, at a rodeo. Already, that's right. Too. After they went to a rodeo. <laughs> uh, speaking of rodeos, uh, I got to see... My man, in his rush, in his in his yes. uh, cowboy outfit, <laughs> Saeed. Saeed in the cowboy outfit, mm-hmm. who swore up and down that that uh, that was the dress code. Every, yeah, yes. and and, and yeah. they were all gonna be sorry when they came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he even thought that Sandra and Jerry were gonna have like cowboy outfits on. Yeah, which is even yeah. funnier. Yeah, you'll be sorry when they come out. <laughs> and when they when, when she came out, and he was it. It was so great to cut to him with his head. I know when his head goes down. Mm-hmm. That's great. And, and then at the end, he's dancing with uh, his plus one there. I don't, uh, I don't know if that's just a date, his girlfriend, his wife. Yeah. wife. She's she's definitely getting a handful there. <laughs> oh yes, we'll definitely have to bring that up again when we get to another couple there. <laughs> um. But yes, yeah. I like the fact that they had it at that sea at the at the the whatever that was. They decided to do a seafaring thing or a nautical theme mm-hmm. at a cowboy place because Jerry got hit or something happened to Jerry at the place, so he got it cheap. Yeah, he got hit by a dart, <laughs> which is just great. <sighs> that that would have happened, you know, and that's why they got it for cheap. And then and then stuff like the signs, Sandra and Jerry getting hooked. Yes. And I think wasn't it just Sandra's head? On a fish. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was so awesome. Yeah. But yeah, Garrett's um Garrett came through, you know, with the with the crazy speech. By the way, speaking of the speeches, right before Garrett gets up, I just have to mention um, because we finally saw, just for a minute anyway, um, Sandra's sister, remember? I guess that's her, um, younger sister, 
yeah. um, who's giving the other maid of honor speech, and uh, she she kind of just made it about her <laughs> a little bit. I don't ever remember hearing anything about Sandra's sisters before this episode, though. Remember way back to ladies' lunch when um, Sandra is still pretend dating Jeff um, for everyone, and she's giving this sort of talk to the girls, and when she's kind of like daydreaming off in La La Land, and she's describing Jeff and her, their like dates, or when they're having their uh, intimate moments, and she says something like, he, um, he really likes me. He thinks I'm prettier than my sister. <laughs> it just made me think of that. That's, uh, yeah, so. So just to actually see her and, and see her kind of talk about herself a little bit was a nice touch. Let's, uh, let's go on to Mateo and his, uh, his Eric. night, uh, with Eric. Mm-hmm. Definitely interesting, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And just for good measure beforehand, did you have any um, a Mateo hate rating this episode? Yes, yes, I did. Uh, <laughs> mainly because he ruined Sandra's wedding. Oh, Mateo? Yeah. Yeah, with the, uh, with the beeping. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, because he didn't charge up his ankle monitor. Um, so he then had to get up in the middle of the wedding after Dina thought it was a bomb, um, uh, which yeah. thankfully it wasn't, but you never know with Carol. Um, so yeah, then he had to get up in the middle of the wedding and then he's stuck in a closet, uh, the rest of the <laughs> night cause it's the only place he can charge it up and it takes two hours. So like, Hey, that's one of those things you got to plan for, man. Like. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I imagine he was home all day up until getting while well, getting ready for the wedding, right? So, yeah, he, I guess, just forgot. I don't know how long the battery on ankle monitor lasts. Right. Yeah, I mean, I was um, surprised that. Well, and Mateo kind of addresses it himself, too, to Cheyenne, when um, that he brought Amy's brother um, to the wedding with him as his plus one. And, oh, we do have to mention, <laughs> I thought Eric had a pretty funny little cute line himself when they're standing by the bar. And he says, uh, I don't remember, why were they talking about butts or pants or something? And Eric says, I don't think there are any bad butts. There's just bad pants. <laughs> that was a pretty good line. That was. That was. Yeah. Okay, so here's a question. Uh, how They've been dating, what, maybe a month or two? Uh, oh, Mateo and Eric? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it can't be long if we're just right. Because, I mean, it was just a few episodes ago where Eric popped up, right? Yeah. I want to say I want to say it was like November or something. I want to say it was before the holidays. It was before Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah, it was somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. So what were you gonna say? Let's say the most three months. Mm-hmm. Do you think that is too early to take someone you're dating to a wedding? Um, I mean, yeah, I probably wouldn't, but 
yeah, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, a wedding is a very intimate occasion. Um, mm-hmm. I, I probably wouldn't. Now, there would, in a sense, be maybe a slight difference to if it was like just it was if it was like a family member's wedding like within my family somehow definitely not now if it was maybe just like a friend of mine or a friend from work or just like a friend though maybe but still probably not um only because you know if it's one of your friends you're less inclined to see it's like less scary you know to introduce that person to your friends versus like your family (laughs) you know yeah um I I will say this one will be a little bit different probably simply because uh so obviously Mateo knows his sister right he works for Amy Mm -hmm. um don't know if he knows their parents or not um kind of irrelevant Mm -hmm. right now but I imagine especially with his ankle monitor and everything Eric may have had to spend a lot of time over Mateo's house. Mm-hmm. So he lives with his aunt, I believe. Mm-hmm. So he's already, <coughs> I, I'd say for sure, he's probably met Mateo's family. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I mean, once again, this is a very unique situation due to all the circumstances. Right. Um, but, you know. Um, I, I can kind of understand. Plus, if he didn't invite him, then you might have to worry about Amy wondering, like, why you didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, there's definitely some other factors here compared to some people. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I got to say this. Guys, girls, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um regardless of your sexual orientation as well say what you mean man don't tell someone oh no it's good go ahead and leave and then get mad when they turn around and go ahead and leave oh (laughs) yeah yeah even like when he was telling Cheyenne I mean because even though she didn't leave yeah he told her that too you know how she could if she wanted to just that's that's one of those things that drives me up a wall like like don't try and have someone read between the lines or or anything like that just say what you mean man Mm -hmm. you don't want them to go just tell them no i'd rather if you were here with me because i'm kind of stuck here back here by myself right and then if and or when they do turn around and leave don't get mad at them about it Mm. yeah i could see that (laughs) um now did you think eric actually left for good at the wedding initially Oh, initially? Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I know that that's what we think, because until we see him come back with the extension cord. Um, but, oh, like, were you thinking he left and then maybe he, like, decided and then got that idea and then came back? Is that what no, you're I thinking? thought when he said, like, I thought initially when, when he asked Cheyenne if he was gone, I thought Eric, like, actually just went home. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I, like I said, I know initially we think that because it had been, what did he say, like an hour almost? Where yeah, he, he, hadn't, where, he, hadn't went, he hadn't went back there and checked on him in about an hour. In an hour, yeah. So, no, I mean, just just by virtue that 
he shows up and with that I don't know because depending on where they are where that place is located and then driving to wherever the heck he went to buy an extension cord um and then coming back you know parking all that sort of thing I guess you know it maybe very likely could have taken that long so uh, oh no that's a I long time I, yeah I, I mean it is um maybe uh like I said, I don't know how far he had to go for that thing, but it was a pretty cute little um, gesture, I guess, because he did. He said it like, "Would you like to dance?" <laughs> you know. That was very brought, thoughtful. Yeah, because Mateo's face. It was also especially just kind of cute because it was like right after Mateo was talking to Cheyenne about how. Oh, maybe he, like, jumped into this too fast with the new relationship and um, bringing him to a wedding and how it's all too much and his situation with his um, ankle monitor and that whole circumstance. And and then then he shows up and he's just like, what? I was wrong. <laughs> you know, um, maybe, maybe he is he is a good guy. Also, because when, um, <clears throat> you know, they're talking about how he left, I even for a moment, and I know I'm not the only one because someone else said it on Twitter, but I was really mad for a second because I was like, I didn't think Amy's, I didn't know, or I hoped anyway, that they wouldn't have Amy's brother be that way. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really didn't expect that from Eric. And I'm glad it wasn't the case, but, yeah. But, you know what I mean? Like, did you think he maybe just was, like, since, you know, you thought he left, that he was, like, a bad guy? (laughs) No, I I wouldn't have thought he was a bad guy. I would have thought just initially, like, like like Mateo had said, that's a lot to ask anybody to go through. Mm -hmm. And it's one thing... And it's one thing to say, yeah, we can try, we can do this. And then once you're actually involved in it, and then a situation like that happens, and mm-hmm. then it kind of changes everything. Yeah. So this was only at a wedding, okay, small situation. But if they're at a bigger event or they're trying to do something and then, you know, his his monitor goes off or maybe Mateo forgets to check in about the fact that he was leaving to go someplace. It's one thing to say, yeah, we can give this a try. And it's another thing to be in the middle of it and then realize this might be a little bit more than you thought. Yeah, that's true. I I wouldn't have thought he was a bad guy. I could have just totally understand if he would have been like, you know what? I might need to rethink about this. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Right. But, you know, the the whole uh, extension cord thing. Which was probably like a fifty foot extension cord or something, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The dancing montage um, was nice, and using mm-hmm. it for limbo and everything else yeah. um, was pretty cool. So overall, the wedding turned out not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Joan and Amy next. Yes, please. Um. So. Jonah doing Jonah things and causing the caterers to walk off the job is definitely the most Jonah things. Yes. 
Yeah, because remember, I think last week you were even like, when I think he, after we read the synopsis, you were like, why is Jonah like helping with the catering? You know, like, how does he get roped into that? Well, this is why. <laughs> he roped himself into it. Yeah, well, and he's the re- reason they left. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when he decided, which, okay, I get it. Um, okay, so let's like, back up a second. I, I, I get with him being part of uh, that organization, trying mm-hmm. to get higher wages and giving a car yeah. and everything. Um, I, I think for I think for that part of Missouri, nine dollars an hour is halfway decent. Um, I don't know. I'm not saying they don't deserve more. Um, mm-hmm. Just just trying to look at it there. Um, I, I I like the fact that uh, the caterer was said he didn't want to join another cult. So that means he's been in at least one more cult. He's been I in know. at least a cult before. A cult, yes, of some kind. And uh, he managed to make it out, though. He made it out of the cult, which is great. Mm-hmm. But he's been in a cult, right? Um, which I would, I would, I yeah. would love to see so much more. And then Jonah, do I give off a cult leader vibe? No, I didn't say leader. <laughs> and then when he said that, I could see Jonah being a cult recruiter. Like I can see him being like a recruiter for Scientology or something. No, not Jonah. Oh, for Scientology? Or any other cult, yes. Jonah is Jewish. Well, maybe not practicing Jewish, but it's been implied that he grew up Jewish. Yeah. Okay, that doesn't mean he can't join a cult. I know. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) There are lots of different kinds of cults. Probably. Maybe. With the podcast I listen to, trust me, I know. I listen to, like, last podcast on the left and... Oh. Various other weird things like that. So yeah, I, the only I know reference there's, there's... Uh, I have to Colts is that season of American Horror Story, which is probably one of my favorites, honestly. <laughs> but anyway, that's off topic. Yeah, but like Jonah, why give him? He should have just waited. He should have just mentioned it, you know, and then said, "Hey, man, like after the wedding, I'll uh, I'll give you my card, you know, and we'll talk a bit more, maybe or something." But no, he, like, gives it to him right there. And, like, really? Jonah? My God. <laughs> Just, oh, man. So now he's, like, serving food and doing working behind the bar. Um, and kind of, you can tell he felt bad, too, when the guy kind of was, after he threw the, the, the aprons down and everything, Jonah's like, oh, man, what did I do? Yeah, yeah. And Amy... Okay, so we're, we're just going to have to tie all of this together because now Amy has to basically run the wedding because Carol is no longer invited because Carol decided to go crazy. Well, she didn't go crazy. She already was. Yes. Um, who decided to put laxatives in the cupcakes. Yes. At the bachelorette party. Yes. Um, <laughs> good thing she stopped everybody except for the party bus driver. Yeah, poor driver. Evil. Yes. And that stuff worked quick. Jesus. I know, right? Like, that isn't actually that fast, I would imagine, is it? I I have never taken them, so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, but... But that's just... uh, Honestly, I'm I'm amazed that she even yelled out, you know, don't eat the cupcakes, because... 
I think it was just Sandra being all kind of sweet and like, oh, I love you guys, you know, and then Carol kind of came to her sense for once, for a minute. Well, she didn't. Remember, she said that was just a, uh, she was just doing that so people would think, so she wouldn't be invited. People would think she was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so then she's not invited. So the maid of honor technically isn't there because Dina wasn't the maid of honor anymore. Um yeah, she was a little preoccupied. And so now, now, like, Sandra's putting chairs out in her wedding dress. Yes. Um, like, the. Oh, <sighs> yeah. And Jerry was parking cars, too. That yeah, was Jerry's like another part that tux. I laughed at. Because she's like, yeah, it's fine. Jerry's outside parking cars. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Of course he is. Yeah, so Amy steps in. Well, so Amy initially decides, like, hey, her phone is on Do Not Disturb, um, you know, and and she's she's trying to kill her liver that night, right? Because mm-hmm. she didn't she didn't get to the night before. Um, so yeah, she's uh, she's trying to kill her liver. Uh, the bartender, the same guy who who walked off the job later, um, the bar's mm-hmm. not open yet, but Amy's not listening to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that moment was all too. I could so relate to that moment right there, um, because I have been to weddings, right, where it's either maybe before the wedding or like after the ceremony, and there's supposed to be then you know like a cocktail hour of some kind before the reception even, and um, I have been to weddings where the bar is slightly you know like about to open but not open yet and they are sticklers on that kind of stuff they will not serve you until like the minute that they're supposed to like be open and um and that's fine but then they're so mean about it I will say like you know it's not like I was reaching over the bar like Amy trying to literally grab a drink you know, and they could just say, okay, you know, I'm sorry, but we're not open yet. But no, I have had people say, like, we're not open yet, just so forcefully. I'm like, okay, man, like, chill. Put, like, a sign out if you're not open yet or something. It's, like, ridiculous. The one thing I'll say is, you're right, they can be a little nicer at times, but having worked in customer service for many years at Walmart, like, at Walmart, like, Sometimes you just have to be forceful because you can try and be polite about it and people will still try and take advantage of it. Yeah, well, I'm a pushover. I wouldn't, but I get that. They're probably... And you never know who is and who isn't, but, like, Mm -hmm. I've had plenty of times where I've tried to say, like, you know, like, I've tried to be polite about something and people still try and push or they they still try and keep butting you up and it's finally like, look, the answer is no. Like, it's not mm-hmm. going to happen, so just stop. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plus you never know, he may have had an event in the morning, and now he's on his second, he already said he's on, like, his ninth or tenth straight day at work. Um, the company may have sent him out for an event in the morning, and now he's on his second event that afternoon. So now he might have already had to deal with drunk, pushy people. Because mm-hmm. they said, okay. uh, what was it? Uh, that, that place had line dancing at 10 o'clock, so they're, they're in the yeah. evening. Right. right. So he oh, could have yeah. had he could have had a birthday party or some sort of event, you know, 11, 12, 1 o'clock in, 
uh, 11, 12 o'clock in the morning, 1 o'clock in the afternoon, something like that. Now, 9 o'clock, he's here for a second event. You know, mm-hmm. not, not saying he needs to be rude, but just... No, yeah. I just think, though, again, he could almost completely bypass this problem by either just putting a small little something there saying, oh, we open at 5 o'clock or whatever. But anyway... But sometimes don't the invitations also say that? Bar opens at such and such time? Bar opens at 5? It'll say cocktail hour. But, um, you know, but like I said, and that's not always the case. So I think that's why, like, if it's really, really close to time, I've also been to ones where they already go ahead and, like, start, you know, serving. But just some places are very, very particular. But it's just more... Again, the way they say it, where it's kind of like, okay, bye. <laughs> but. And then, you know, I guess Amy tried to flirt with them and call them a fascist at the same time, which. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see Joan's point of that being a little confusing. Yeah, yeah. I, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I would have loved to see Amy flirting with him first just to see Jonah's reaction. That would have been great stuff. I would, yeah, I would love to have seen if maybe Jonah walks up and see. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're confident in their relationship anyway. But Yeah. Still, it would have been funny. Yeah. So this is just me. I, and I know I'm a weird dude like this. But if I'm at someone's wedding to enjoy myself, I'm not working. I'm not going to sit there when, especially when Amy starts passing out things like, hey, you go check. No, like I'm not. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Not, yeah. not doing it. Like, hey, they, they got to, they're putting a wedding together. It's not, I didn't come here to work. Like, I came here to relax. Mm-hmm. Sure. But this is the Superstore universe. Yeah. And everything goes awry, so. <laughs> it, then, but they just would have had a very awry wedding, because yeah. I, I, I couldn't have done it. But that's just me. Well, you know, it didn't seem like, well, it was kind of funny, because, I mean, you know, Sandra, we see her putting chairs out. Um, Jerry is a, is out again outside parking cars, and um, you know catering is still setting stuff up. But like, it didn't seem like there were so many things left to do. It was it you know it kind of seemed like a few, like just for some reason some of the table center pieces weren't done, and even that kind of stuff. You know if you have even just one other two other people doing that, you can. I mean, it's not like it was a super big wedding, you know, for that to get done quickly. Well, I would also think that I would also think that either the uh, the place where you're doing the event would set it up or the caterers mm-hmm. would set it up. And they often do. Like I would think I would think that would kind right. of come and along they, with it. That's the thing. They often do. I think it's, you know, like the venue or one of the vendors, you know, um, usually does do that for you. Now, if you're maybe like this, though, where that's obviously just like some kind of restaurant where, again, they got it for super cheap. So maybe they didn't get those other kind of resources to help them with setup, you know, maybe. It is Sandra, after all. The poor thing doesn't really have a lot of good luck on her side most of the time. But um, I, I guess I just kind of figured that maybe that's what was going on since Sandra was literally doing it herself. <laughs> but I'm not really sure. 
On another note, Sandra did look very pretty. I really liked her dress, I must say. I think everyone looked awesome. Even Zaid in this <laughs> cowboy outfit. Um, Sandra looked phenomenal like, in her I'm dress. I'm very glad that they actually made her dress, like, pretty and it, you know, looked really nice. Like, I was kind of scared, to be honest. I was like, are they going to really do this up right? Or are they going to, like... I was really afraid of, for her that they were going to make something happen to even, like, with her dress where she would have, like, I don't know, had just something awful happen to her dress or something like that, too, which, thankfully, that wasn't the case. But Amy looked great in her okay. dress. Yes. Cheyenne did as well. Lauren Ash, sweet <laughs> Jeebus, uh, between her bridesmaid outfit her and um, her dress she looked phenomenal mm-hmm. as well yeah her her bachelorette outfit and then she she looked phenomenal as well um yeah i always like seeing them out of the store when they can get dressed up you know it's nice and anytime i get to see jonah in a suit that that too everyone's doing that um justine can't find the shrimp that's great <laughs> Um, and then they realize, like, all of a sudden, Justine is the one who brings it up. And Justine was right. Like, how do we know that's the end of Carol? Like, mm-hmm. she might do more, which sends Dina into her weird security-minded mm-hmm. thing. And then she... She's looking through presents. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Jonah's putting up stuff that seems like it was just taken out of the water. And then, uh, and then she starts to call, and then she calls the store, doesn't she? Yeah, to, and calls Marcus. Who had it, who was hoping he was invited because he had his good socks <laughs> yes. in the car. Poor Marcus. Oh no, there's no poor Marcus. I'm not inviting Marcus to that wedding. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, I mean, who knows what that man would do at a wedding. It's hard to say. Exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so quick side thought. I would love to have seen, I'd love to see another episode of the same day. And this time we get to see the people in the back store? in, oh, who's yeah. working back in the store while everyone else is at yeah. the wedding. So we know we would have Carol. Mm-hmm. We know we would have Marcus. I'm thinking maybe like mm-hmm. Brett's back there. Elias. Um, like a lie, like some of the other people yeah. who are back there working in the store while that everyone else is at the wedding. Yeah. Just to almost, you almost kind of get a two in one episode from different angles. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that Carol was eating her sandwich, kind of <laughs> funny. Um, Dina's like, is she laughing <laughs> maniacally? Like, like she's a super villain. Yeah. Is she ever? Hey, like. And then what does he say? He says like, well, she's not eating it in an evil way but she doesn't really look innocent either do you want me to send a picture <laughs> yes 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 i do uh-huh. from eating a sandwich okay um she's going through different things and blah 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 margus calls back later because they don't know where Carol is. Like, it just hits them. Mm-hmm. They don't know where Carol is, and she has the keys to the ink cartridge, and they have the Saturday Night Ink mm-hmm. Rush, right? Yeah, and he just kind of says it's casually, too. So Dina's like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, 
he's more yeah. worried about the ink, you know. And then he tells the lady, I can give you condoms or I can give you razors. Take your pick. Yeah. And she just stares at him. So, yeah, obviously, uh, obviously Carol's up to something and she's going to kill yes. the cat. Okay, Just so, why? yeah, and then we get to that point where Dina is talking to who? I think Amy, right? At the wedding. We're back there. And then um, she, like, runs after her, like, while well, she's sort of yelling at her or something. And then um, I have to say, when we see Dina and Amy, like, walk right in and you see Carol standing there holding a, um, the, the cage... The, the, pet, the carrier, pet carrier, yeah. And then it cut to, you know, in real time when that aired, it, it cut, like, right away after you see Carol. And I was just like, well, what was in the, what was in that? You know, I thought it was, um, <clears throat> I don't know, I was like, is it a bird? is And then I thought, it's a raccoon. Oh, my God, she has, like, a crazy raccoon. She's going to set it free. And, yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't, I didn't catch what it was. Um and then, yeah, when it comes back, you know, of course, then we see that it's Sandra's cat, <laughs> who she's going to explode. Yeah. Dina was two for two. She was going to kill the. She was there. And she yeah. was going to kill the cat. And but Dina saved the day with a heck of a gut mm-hmm. punch. Not before trying to. She tried to talk her down a little bit, but but in a pretty funny way, you know. I gotta admit, um, not one for violence. Um, but yeah, Carol kind of deserved that gut punch. Yeah, she did. Hey, between spiking cupcakes with laxative and that poor guy who got his night ruined, and then B, you want to go kill someone's cat? It's so wrong. Mm-hmm. And also just being crazy, creepy Carol. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it was it was kind of overdue. I will say I didn't see that part coming. Like, when she did finally show up, I I don't know what I kind of thought Carol was going to do. You know, like, we all knew she was going to try to do something on the wedding day. But killing the cat was not my first idea. That's why I said I was a, I was a bit underwhelmed. Uh-huh. Because after the cupcake thing, yeah, I kind of thought that was it yeah. with Carol. And I was like, wait a minute, so that's it? Like... Carol's supposed to ruin so many other things. Like, right. Why? And then it came back around. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, really? You're just, you're going to try and kill a cat? What, what? No. No. Yeah. And no less by actually thinking that she could throw the pet carrier out of a window and the cat would die. And Dina is just like, no, that thing is like solid. It's, it's not going to break. It's, it's going to. It's not going to happen. <laughs> and then, you know, in the end, she goes down to talk to, which, understandably, uh, Sandra's upset because she, she says, you, you missed your speech. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Sandra's upset about it, rightfully so. Dina doesn't tell her the whole story, but... She kind of gets it. You know, mm-hmm. is it over? Yes. Was it bad? Yes. <laughs> and then probably the best moment. I know. They hug. <laughs> and Amy tries to be a part of it as well. Yeah. This is a private moment, which I get. And Dina's just like, Amy? And she's like, okay. All right. 
I know. That was a great moment. And just kind of um, shows you, you know, from all the seasons and all the times that Dina yells at Sandra and really doesn't like her, just for whatever reason, that she ends up saving the day on her wedding day. And, well, saving her cat, for sure. So, overall, the, uh, the wedding was uh, wedding was pretty good. Can't complain. Well, Sandra and Jerry got married. That's all that matters. And they were each other's creeps. Yes. That was, oh, that was great, too, when they were kind of performing for the guests. Yeah. I know there's one part you want to talk about. The slow dance at the end. Oh, uh, yeah. The drunk well, Amy slow dance at the end. Well, yeah. I mean, not just for them. I just, you know, the whole sort of um, lead up, you know, they, uh, they, Jonah finally brings her her drink and she downs, I think, like two shots or something. And then we get to see everybody dancing and having a good time, um, which was nice to see. I think they were, yeah, doing um, limbo, like you said, right, with the extension cords. And yeah. uh, that was great. And then we get to see, um, yeah, Sandra and Jerry dancing and Eric and Mateo. And then, yeah, drunk Amy was so cute, telling Jonah that she has to fire him from the wedding. And then they look over and see Saeed's date squeezing his butt, <laughs> which was great. Jonah just kind of was like, uh, <laughs> okay. Amy, that was cute, because she kind of, like, giggles and, like, leans into uh, Jonah. <laughs> that was cute. But yes, yes, we, we, I was wondering, you know, if we were going to get to see them dancing. And uh, I'm just glad it was in there. It was nice, because we've never gotten a proper hug from them either. So, sort of in a way, you get a little bit of both. So, yes, it was nice to see, even though Amy was probably drunk. <laughs> She got what she wanted. She got to be drunk at Sandra's wedding, so, and dance. Success. I'm sure there was happy times afterwards. Yeah, probably, maybe, yeah. Hey, he has to keep making those payments. (laughs) Oh, Golden Vest. Um, so, I don't know, let me think. Um, who's yours? For this one, I don't know. I, I might say Dina. Yeah. Just because, uh, even though as much as she may appear to hate Sandra, she still, uh, she she still saved the day for a wedding. Right. Actually, yeah, um, I would probably give Dina that. In fact, um, even also maybe just for the fact that he ended up uh, giving a pretty good, although fake. Um, best man speech. Uh, I think Dina and Garrett both, yeah, would be kind of a nice little. And Justin got a shrimp. Yes. Oh yes, that was great. Just she got all the shrimp. She got all the shrimps. As Bo said at Cheyenne's wedding, she's like, "Keep her away from the ocean, because that's where all the shrimps at." Alright, so ratings. Uh, what I have is a 0.7 in the 18 to 49 demographic, which is the same as last week. Um, and 2.78 million. So it's up a little bit, but uh, basically holding steady from 
holding holding steady from uh, last week. That's good. And then uh, next week we have the next episode. It is listed as cereal bar, um, but I cannot find a synopsis on it. Right. That's right. I don't think we have one. And also that episode episode title, um, I think was something else before. I think it was. I think it was Valentine's Day. Well, it was. I think job. What was it called? Job satisfaction or something like that. Maybe. And then they. And then yeah. yeah it, it was. And then it got changed. That is by far the weirdest episode title yet <laughs> for a superstore episode. Cereal. What's it called? You know Cereal what? bar? It, it, there's a reason why. We actually have a week break. Oh, there is okay. no episode this week. This episode doesn't... It's showing that this episode comes out on the 13th. So... Oh. Hmm. So it's That not could be even... why. There, I think there was another episode somewhere in there, mm-hmm. but... 14, 15, 16, 17, yeah, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, because I'm looking on IMDb. It has the the 22 episode list. Mm -hmm. This one, it has it's off this week. Excuse me. It comes back on the 20th or the 13th, the 20th, the 27th. And then the rest just say 2020. So um, this may be where we start getting like a week off, a couple episodes, a week or two off, a couple episodes, Mm -hmm. uh, so on and so forth. So this will be... Yeah, the one, like, right before Valentine's Day then. Yeah, this one's on the 13th, so it's the day before Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really weird, random episode title. <laughs> I like it, though, because it, now it's making me think, and it, I'm just wondering what they can do with it. Mm. Cereal bar. Hmm. Well, yeah, as often... As it seems to be, the episode titles are either wildly just irrelevant and it's just like something going on in the store or it's just super obvious. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So thanks for stopping by this week and we will see you soon. Thank you for shopping at your Cloud9 Supercell. Music provided by bensound.com.